Moncrief on News Talk. Brought to you by Avant Money. Think you're getting the best value from your bank? Think again. And you are listening to the Moncrief Show on Ustalk. Uh, only if you could listen to the adverts, we'd all be in prison for defamation. Uh, we are joined uh, once again uh, by Barbara and Declan for uh, So You Think. Who's that name? Who's that name? No idea what you're talking about. No, no idea. No, no idea. Who you are or where we all were. Don't know what goes on in your head. <laughs> yes. Nothing to do with it. Anyway, uh, uh, time to uh, answer some of your questions. Here's the first one. Uh, my wife and myself are separating. There's no badness. A while ago, I caught her sexting and sending pics to other men. We spoke and things are okay. She's very private on her phone and always on it. She sometimes goes away with a very full bag for only a day or two to friends or on her own. It bothers me as we both still live together and I'm the parent working and looking after the kids. Her hours make it difficult to look after the kids but she's a great mom and the main breadwinner. I'm trying to get used to her seeing other men and we have spoken about it but at present I'm finding the, uh, that idea difficult. My question is, should I just put up and shut up or do I have a right to feel upset? Is it okay to see other people while still not separated and still living with your spouse? Crikey. Oh God! Yeah, I mean, I think they are effectively separated. It's just, well, you yeah. see, that's 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 the thing. I mean, the, the letter itself is a little bit confusing, but I think overwhelmingly the letter is kind of sad. Yes, because yeah. it sounds like this couple's marriage has ended, uh, but. The guy, I'm presuming it's a guy who's written in, he describes it as they are in at the process of separating. Whereas from what he says about the wife, I think she's at stage she's like gone. three yes. stages yeah. beyond that. They are separated mm. as far as she's concerned. And she seems to be moving on. And as he's described, um, seeing other other men. Um, and he is he is clearly he is clearly way behind that curve. He hasn't actually got to the point, I don't mm. think, of accepting the fact that his marriage is over. I think the fact that obviously, whatever way they divide up their stuff between him, he's the one also doing a lot of the hands-on with the kids. And I often think that that probably makes it more difficult in a separation if you are the one who is the main one looking after the kids as well, um, you know, because you have to deal with all their stuff as well. Um, so I think, I think... And I mean, again, obviously, like a lot of couples, um, certainly in the last decade who have separated, they're stuck still living together yeah, because yeah, financially it makes all. it yeah. almost impossible for uh, for you to move on for a while anyway. Um, so, I mean, my overwhelming my overwhelming reaction to this letter is that this guy um, probably could do with a little bit of counselling, I think, to help him to get to where he yeah. needs to be and accept the fact that the marriage is over because I think he's clinging on to some kind of dream that has in fact died. And I think he is finding it very difficult and probably hurtful to kind of witness the fact that his wife, his ex-wife, is seeing other people and, and as I say, has clearly moved on to the next stage, which is her independence from her marriage, whereas he's still stuck firmly in it. Mm. Um, so, are um, in the kind of you know that like there might be a, like a buffer zone where yeah. you have split up, but neither you're going to go. You know, you're kind of 
getting over it first. But it sounds like she went, okay, it's over, bye, I'm off or with Tommy. Or that to he the... was in kind of denial, maybe, maybe for that yeah, buffer yeah. stage. Also, if, if, like, if it is the case, as you say, that he, he he's reluctant to let go because maybe he didn't want the separation to happen and yeah. so therefore he sees it as a process. Whereas for the other party, the process was happening in her mind before she told him the news. Yes. And then, you know, then it becomes a done deal because it's like, this is it, we're, it's happening. Um, and she moving on as you say moved on moved um, on, now yeah. unfortunately she hasn't actually literally moved on they're all living under the same roof which you know is happening increasingly because it's just a complicated situation to find somewhere else to be and families make it even more kind of difficult um, yeah I agree I, you know it, it, it's about him processing what's happening and for him to realise that it isn't something that's about to happen it that it's something that's either already has happened or that he need, and that he needs to kind of not so much get on board with it, but he needs to find a way to make what's happening work in some way for him and not entirely all against him because he's looking at the situation he's saying things like you know is this fair is this right and well you know if you're not speaking up and saying this is what you want to happen and making her explain what it is that she feels is an appropriate thing to do while you're in this inverted commas separation stage um, then of course you're going to feel like a bystander like if that's the problem he, like he's not kind of saying I don't like this or is it fair because he doesn't know whether, it, yeah, whether or not yeah, it is fair he has the right to say that and, and I think ultimately none of it is fair none of it is necessarily right for him but he needs to express some of his feelings. Otherwise, he is literally a bystander in the whole situation. And I get the kids are there. It's, it's a very complicated situation. Yeah, I wonder if they told the kids. Yeah. yeah it does. I mean, It depends the, on what age the kids are and, yes, and what that we, scenario we know is. So, we know so little from this. And again, like you don't know. I would imagine in normal situations that, you know, this breakdown has probably been going on over the last number of years. Mm. Uh, but unfortunately... You know, it, unfortunately, it reads like that he still has is holding on to some kind of hope that this isn't permanent, um, you know, that she's going to maybe come back or, you know, that maybe it's not going to happen. Um, but I think I think uh, I think it has happened and I think he's just he's just not accepting it. Um, and I don't see because there's not really much point. I mean, you know, ideally she should recognise that and be a little bit more kind of aware of that yeah, and yeah, sensitive about absolutely. that and helping him to come to terms with that. But, I mean, because he said there is no badness, um, you know, but the fact that she doesn't seem to kind of acknowledge that or kind of make any allowances for that, I'm not saying that's badness, but I think he's going to have to look elsewhere yeah, to help. I think, I think sometimes you just have to, you have to literally move on. Sometimes you have to say, okay, we we've, we can talk about this forever and ever yeah. and ever about what's not working, but then we're actually stuck in a relationship that isn't working where our only function is to talk about the fact that mm. it isn't working. Yeah. And that that isn't helpful to anybody, no. least of all the kids. No. So I think ultimately, if, they, if she's made a decision regardless of whether or not he likes it, she's actually enacting. It's actually, yeah. it's actually in, it's happening. So from his point of view, I think he has to just go, okay, maybe he can say, we're, we're going to have some ground rules while we live in the same thing for me, for the kids or whatever, that this is the way it's going to be. But, but I mean, yeah, even that, that I go, for oh, years. Yeah. I mean, I, you know, again, I, I'm aware of couples where that, that situation has gone on for a lot longer than they probably either would have liked it to go on for. Um, so, I do think that I again think that he probably needs to talk to somebody professional in order to help him to kind of um, 
come to some kind of peace with the fact that she may continue to live in the house for a good while yet uh, and yet be not married to him and be seeing other people and with all of the kind of hurt that that involves from his point of view. Yeah. I did feel sorry for him. I thought this was a sad letter. Uh, that man has a few comments on this. That man has every right to feel upset, but absolutely no right to voice that upset oh, to okay. her. Uh, says one texter, why is she still sharing a house with him if she's moved on? Well, it could may well be. Yeah. Uh, uh, well, Liam says she, you said she was the main breadwinner. I wonder, is there some financial leverage that she has that makes it more complicated for him to let go? It sounds like he wants her to stay in his life. It does, as Barrett pointed out, it does sound a bit like that. Maybe... You know, maybe it suits her. What suits her? The setup. <clears throat> yeah, she's the main breadwinner. He's 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 at home looking after the kids. She's paying the mortgage. She knows Stays he can't move out. Yeah, she can go for little jaunts every now and again. Yeah, I mean, that that's kind of... I did think that, that there was... It, it, it's not a gender thing, Barbara. It's just about... I just have to check this. I'm putting it <laughs> through my feminist filter here at the moment. <laughs> I can see you. I'm yeah, trying to work it out what exactly, yeah. It doesn't matter, you know, what the gender of the people is. Often you're in a situation where a, a split has happened and it's just... It's easier to tell the other person that a separation has happened, but keep most of your life's situation... The same, same, same domestic arrangement, yeah. same mm-hmm. proximity to the children and same travel to and from work and whatever your weekend jollies are. And I mean, and, and that's fine. But again, one of those texters said that they didn't think that this person had the right to voice uh, how he feels about it. I kind of see what they're saying, but I also think that, no, I think you can say whatever you like. You might say it's none of your business what she's doing with her mm. l- separated life now. But she's in his house and she's in his life and it's like just saying like... And they have been married and they've kids together and they obviously bought a house together. So, you know, I don't accept that he he, he is not entitled to express how he feels. Of course he's entitled to express how he feels. Uh, But I don't think it's necessarily going to get him anywhere. Patrick says maybe he should ask her to hold off on seeing other people until they've officially separated and have had time to grieve the relationship. And that's actually a very salient point. No one's getting to grieve here at all. Yes. Well, yeah. Unless, yeah. I don't know. Unless she's done her grieving. grieving in her head before yeah. I mean like I said earlier on but the reality of it is, is that that's the problem is that when it comes to a separation particularly if it's it's a bit more one-sided that the, the it's it's not happening it's kind of asynchronous it's happening at a different time yeah. level for yeah. each individual yeah. person so expecting that there'll be kind of milestones that are shared Together it's is, a bit kind of it's yeah, a bit naive exactly. I think exactly God love him yeah, yeah. No, I thought moment. that was a sad letter. Really so did. should he say something to her or, or counselling? Yes, I absolutely. definitely but, think he should. Um, but I do think that if he feels he's having to keep stum and hold all of his emotions inside himself for the good of the kids or for peace in the mm. house, then he's just harbouring. It's just this thing that's inside him, and I yeah. think he needs to express it somehow. So whether it's as you say. To I think the safest place for him is to go to somebody professional where he can be open and honest and put all his stuff out um, without it. You know, I, I think that because they have, well, in her mind, they have separated. In his mind, they are separating. They're not going to be able to achieve. He's not going to be able to achieve as much if he's just sharing with her. Do you know what I mean? He needs to. Another and I would, I would say out. definitely yeah. he should yeah. look at going, you know, to some kind of professional counsellor. Well, he but, says, do I have the right to feel upset? I think we course. all agree he does, yeah. of course. Does he have the right to say it to her? 
It does, yeah, I think. You know, you've been married to somebody, but as I said, I think you've the right to say it, but I don't necessarily think it's going to make any difference. I, yeah, yeah, and yeah. I think that that's the difference. The difference is that when you're saying it, what you're doing is you're offloading some of your emotional, you know, feelings. Yeah. You're not necessarily initiating some kind of a yeah. negotiation that might come to a conclusion yeah. and in some way that's going to make you happier because the reality of it is is that when it comes to a relationship breakdown, you can often be completely devoid of any control in the situation. Mm. I have a brother who lives an hour's drive from my mother. He has visited her once since her father died nearly seven months ago. He's my only brother in Ireland. He says he cannot visit her because he has young children. Yet he regularly goes to the foreign country where his wife is from to visit her family. He's a wealthy man with a wife who is a professional and servants. Yet he says his wife is unable to look after their children on his own. I live 10 miles from my mother and we have no other relations in the area. I'm like, yeah. I think a lot of people will relate to the kind of uh, my sibling doesn't pull his weight kind of thing. Yeah. You know, yeah. this one seems a bit like like a bit extra to me here now because like the fact that there's a, a bereavement, uh, the fact that the, there is a mother who's like recently bereaved and he's only been to see her once in the last seven months seems like there's something else going on because it seems, it seems kind of shocking to me that yeah, like, I, yeah. I get it that you you know the excuse to say oh I can't do X, Y or Z within my sort of family ob- obligations because of you know the list is work it's your own kids it's blah 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 Covid was great for that um, but the reality you know but that you know this is like seems kind of bonkers to me that there's been no engagement is there something that you don't know about your, your brother's relationship with your mom? I, I find that kind of strange all that aside, I do think that it doesn't really matter what your beef is with your sibling about, you know, w- whether they're pulling their weight or not in in the family. Uh, the, the relationship dynamic there seems to be about the mother. So have you talked to the mother about how she feels about it? Is that like, is that going to be helpful? I don't know. Um, uh-huh. He lives much closer to the mother. Maybe he's reluctant to get too immersed in that situation because it feels like it will be like who a, the, the, the brother writer. who lives closer, who's like got servants. It's <laughs> very well. No, he doesn't. Um, no, he doesn't live closer. I'd say the letter writer lives closer. I have a brother who lives yeah. an hour's drive from my mother. I yeah, live... but that's more than 10 miles. Oh, is this? Sorry, I use a bicycle. Yeah, unless you're driving really slowly or on <laughs> yeah. your bike. Okay, yeah, I didn't yeah. Yeah. work that out very well. <laughs> if it, unless you're being carried car. by your servants on yeah, foot. Yeah, yeah, I'm one of those yokes. Yeah, yeah. 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 <laughs> <laughs> oh my God, so, you know, I mean, that's what I was going to say. Maybe that's part of the, you know, I think in all families, as you said, well, not in all families, but in a lot of families, Often it is, this yeah. kind of stuff mm. happens. And it's either that the visiting or like further down the road, maybe the act of caring for the for a parent or the two parents will fall on one set of shoulders. Very often the sisters um, or it'll be that one sibling out of a number of them just kind of bails out and kind of figures it's not really their gig for whatever reason. Um, and I think in this instance, perhaps the brother who doesn't visit the mother figures, well, she, you live closer. You're only 10 miles up the road. Hmm. She, you can visit her. And yeah. I'm very busy with my kids and my servants and me foreign travel yes. to be, visit <laughs> the wife's family. So, you know, you can visit her. Why would I need to visit her if you're visiting her? And in his own, in the brother's head, the one who doesn't visit, that all possibly makes sense. Now, obviously, this brother is feeling... That's not that's not really good because and especially because the mother was bereaved only only a few months ago. Mm. But the sad fact of it is, there's really nothing. He can't force the brother to go and visit the mother, you know, no. um, and I would put money on it. Um, 
that the mother would hate to think that the brothers would fall out over this. She would hate that. Yeah, she yeah. probably she knows the mammy knows her children very well, and so I would say that the mammy knows that the brother with the servants and the wife and the foreign family. He doesn't come to visit that often. She doesn't love him any less for that because she has been probably making excuses or allowances for him for a long time. Well, and he's, the, he's the one that can do no wrong because he's loaded. There you obviously. go. There you go. All right. So, yeah. you know, I feel... He has servants and everything. Yeah. Why don't you have servants? <laughs> yeah, yeah. He's done very well. Yeah. He's done very well for himself. So, you know, um, unfortunately for the, for, the, for the person who wrote the letter in, I don't think there's a whole lot you can do. You've got to just kind of make peace with that and go, he doesn't visit that often. You can certainly maybe drop hints every so often and mm. say I think Mammy'd like to see you yeah. she hasn't yeah. seen you for or like see, whatever see the grandchildren yeah but like you can't force it um, yeah. and very often the more you push the less likely it is to happen the only flag that I would put up in this instance is and I don't know how old the mother is or how well she is yeah. but down the line if the mother needs more active kind of practical support in staying at home assuming she lives on her own guess who's paying for it yeah. <laughs> yeah. he'll pay yeah but you'll be doing um, so you know that might be something you need to, to maybe think about um, and talk about at some stage rather than the actual just like you don't visit mammy very often I do think that a lot of the time in these situations these things happen kind of inadvertently and somebody's own work life social stuff um, the priorities are made up in your head and before you realise it and kind of like push to the side in your mind is the fact that you put your mammy and your daddy down at number 10 when in fact as they get older they just they, they need that attention yeah. and I, I totally get you know maybe the, the mammy is the kind of person that knows their kids and all that stuff but fundamentally at the end of the day when people get older those kind of you know bits can end up forcing a situation. Mammy doesn't want to tell, you know, Brian that Brian doesn't come to visit enough. So therefore, Tommy gets to do all the emotional labour, all of the minding, yeah. because Mammy doesn't want to do that. that that's But that happens. Yeah. So that then, happens. But that doesn't, that doesn't mean then that Tommy hasn't got the right to go, well, actually, this is what's really happening here yeah. because you don't want to make, you know, your prodigal son seem like he's not putting in something, whatever. So therefore, I have to take on more. That's not cool either. So I think that people yeah, need to... Yeah, but you're not suggesting Tommy should have a row with the mammy. I know, the mammy don't put the no, mother. The mother's no, 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 I know, I'm not. But, I'm, but I, I'm pointing out that to one of them, the injustice is, is kind of... is is copper fastened by yeah. a lot of yeah. the stuff that's going on and that's that's that can happen kind of accidentally but there's very little he could do about it that was no. my point there's maybe, very little maybe, he could do about it maybe he doesn't like the mother it could be as simple as that well they mightn't get on you know don't he suggest maybe she, he's still coming to terms with his father's death and seeing the mother reminds him of it which sounds a bit that's, like bullcrap yeah, to me. Yeah, but, uh, uh, that's I the brother obviously ringing it. Yeah. <laughs> text nice in. try. No, he didn't ring in. One of his servants <laughs> yeah, rang in for him. From Dubai. <laughs> yes. You are listening to The Moncrief Show on News Talk. We do have to take a break. Uh, after that, should I persuade my best friend to get married in Italy? Moncrief on News Talk. Brought to you by Avant Money. Think you're getting the best value from your bank? Think again. 53106 is our text number that will cost you 30 cents. You are listening to The Moncrief Show on News Talk. Barbara and Declan are still with us. For so you think you're an adult. If you have a question for them, by the way, you can always send it into afternoon at newstalk.com. The next question is this. My best friend is getting married. Her and her fiancé are currently in the early stages of planning the ceremony. He's Italian. So since they've been engaged, they've been talking about having the wedding in Italy. 
Everyone has been so excited about it, including me. I was hoping to take a trip around Tuscany for the week, uh, for the week of it. However, the fiancé has started to have second thoughts, not about getting married, but about maybe doing it in Ireland instead. He doesn't want the responsibility of inviting every single family acquaintance, which is what will happen if the wedding is in his hometown. I'm sure my friend is really disappointed and she's been humming and hawing to me about it. The thing is, I love her, but she's very suggestible. I don't think she's fought her corner on this. Also, she listens to me about everything, perhaps even more so than her fiancé. I pretty much know that I could persuade her to stick with the Italy idea and that's what I know she wants to do. Is it okay to intervene and persuade her? Everyone was so looking forward to it and I would only be persuading her to stand up for herself. What do you think? Me, 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 me. Sorry, the rest of that. I I inserted those last three words. (laughs) Yeah, again, like, where do you start with this one? There is so much in this letter that actually made my head melt. Um, Apparently the letter is about this woman's best friend's wedding, but it's actually not really about that at all. It's about this woman who had in her head a trip planned to Italy uh, because the best friend happened to be thinking of marrying an Italian and thinking of getting married there. And now the fiancé, as she refers to him, is putting a spanner in the works by uh, possibly changing his mind. Um, What I love most about the letter is where she describes her best, her supposedly best friend, who's very suggestible. (laughs) Yes. You know, bless her. She's very suggestible. Look into my eyes. Look into my eyes. Look into my eyes. (laughs) And this this writer, who's the best friend, is fairly sure she could persuade her, you know, back to the Italian uh, idea. Mm. You kind of wonder sometimes when people write letters into us, do they actually stop and read them back before they press send? Do you know? Because it's so obvious. This is about... Yeah. But yeah. this is like not about the friend whether she's suggestible or not it's about you wanting to go on your holidays to Italy um, so the advice is if you want to go on your holidays to Italy go on your holidays to Italy it's a lovely place it's a great place to visit off you go but your friends your best friend's wedding is none of your flipping business mm. do you know it really isn't it's up to your friend and her fiancé to decide where they get married for whatever reasons or whatever way they decide um, to get to, to, to make to come to that decision and it is not, under no circumstances should you use your massive powers of persuasion yeah, to, 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 to have an influence on that. This is not your business. It's, End of story. It's kind of gas though that like, um, that somebody, well it's not gas really, it's kind of worrying that somebody can have that sort of almost um, Control. controlling yeah. notion. But also, I mean, to have that kind of like slightly patronising opinion yeah, of your I best she friend can, yeah. and go yeah yeah you know what I know a bit of I can make her like... do whatever I want yeah. easily wow yeah. that's <laughs> kind of bonkers and maybe like Mario wants his family to come over to see how beautiful our country is and they want to come over and have an Irish holiday and maybe somebody over there is much better at controlling the situation than you are Clodagh but I think at the end of the day like as you say I'm being facetious now it's not your business yeah, it's not your business absolutely. back out this is all about Instagram plus course. also if you've ever been to a wedding in Italy they close the bar fairly early so uh, yeah yeah. you, you, you <laughs> might think it was so ma- magical then when you're sitting there with an empty glass at half nine <laughs> although then again if you're going to have a wedding in Italy it's probably going to be a three day job right possibly yeah do you know there'll oh, be the God, pre-wedding yeah. the wedding yeah. and then the after wedding so when you'd be exhausted then yeah, would, the yeah. Poor, no wonder he wants to have it in Ireland exactly poor yeah thing. that never tells yeah. you out uh, my uh, destination weddings especially Italy are fantastic yes to Italy no to the hometown venue done and dusted says Claire uh, and somebody else says they should just get married in the local chipper 
Yeah, why not? <laughs> Makes them happy. Uh, my living landlord has just taken in a new tenant and the new guy is driving me mad. He's vegan, which is absolutely fine, which means it isn't. Yeah. Uh, I'm not a vegan, but I respect the lifestyle. The problem is that he insists I wash every single thing in the kitchen after I cook. In case there are trace of murdered animal on the counter, cutlery, kitchen utensils, etc. He stares at me while I eat <laughs> and follows, follows me around the kitchen with wipes and meticulously cleans the area where I've sat at the table. He's making every mealtime into a sort of culinary nightmare for me. It's got to the point now where I've started to eat out several times a week, which is hurting <laughs> my wallet. wallet. No doubt a leather wallet. Yeah. <laughs> oh my God. Uh, Barbara, what? this is like your area, isn't it? Being like a borderline <laughs> vegan. Isn't it? Like you're kind of like that. You're borderline vegan. I'm She's just, a bit yeah. preachy about her vegetarianism. Yeah. So I just thought like it might be, you know, your wheelhouse. You might be my... Okay, are you throwing it over to yeah, me then? Well, okay, yeah, great. Yep, yeah. I, well, I mean, I would have thought you would have picked up on the, the line of like, I'm not a vegan, but I respect the lifestyle, you know, <laughs> which means, you know, I, I, you know, I'm not homophobic, but or I'm yeah. not, you know, I am a feminist, but um, I mean... The lifestyle is actually walking around behind, beside people, wiping up behind them and telling them not to put their... Mo- sounds exhausting, actually. actually yeah. the lifestyle. Though, isn't it? No, it's the not. Are you winding me up? Put that wooden spoon no. in the dishwasher First and sterilize it with a Milton. It could be uh, contaminated <laughs> by I've walked egg. into this trap, right? I have just walked into this trap, yeah. yeah. Thanks. Could Thanks, you- pal. <laughs> I mean, who doesn't clean up after them as oh, they're going yeah. along, yeah. washing up? Like, who doesn't do that? Carnivores, in that's a shared, Carnivores, <laughs> yeah. In a shared cooking environment. Yes. Like, you should obviously wash up as you go along or after yourself or whatever. So the fact that, that this guy doesn't is the only problem I can see here. Um, he should be better at cleaning up after himself. I actually don't believe that his vegan flatmate stares at him while he's eating. Most vegans I know don't get any <laughs> kick as you're watching well, Carnivores. Yeah, yeah. crunching and yeah. munching on meat yeah. so I I think that's the ligaments and cartilage I come back to the yeah. I'm not a vegan but I respect the lifestyle no you don't the fact that your man is a vegan has your head messed um, and just up your cleaning schedule clean up properly after you um, and then you know stop imagining that this what's guy what's an acceptable le- level you. of cleaning though for hot uh, soapy water and does that get rid of the murdered animals well I don't know why but, but yeah I Depending on how to big be they are. With you. Like if it's a leg, yeah, you need a shovel or something. Yeah, <laughs> you're, you're all awful. You're all horrible people. I horrible people. Though. Horrible yeah. people. Now, I mean, you know, personally, if I was the vegan, I would have gone out and bought my own cookware, probably. Yeah. Because so what should, like what should this person do? Should they? Should they get over himself? Wash yeah. up properly after himself. Make it, sure it's hot, soapy it. water. Here, overdoing it, and stop being a drama queen, and stop imagining your man is staring at you and following you around. He's not. Right. I okay. guarantee. He's oh not. God, it's a classic. It is a classic kind of you know somebody else doing something slightly different to you doesn't mean that you have to like have a meltdown over. And clearly on the higher moral ground. Make a bit of effort. As I am here. Yeah. Because it isn't just a lifestyle. It's a world saving lifestyle. It's a world saving lifestyle. Yeah. Exactly. And those of us who practice it should be very proud of ourselves. Partially practice it. Yeah. Kieran, do vegans make you uncomfortable? Uh, well, they're Especially doses, when they they're doses generally. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, no, no, no. Yeah. They're doses. Yeah. 
I think we can all we can all agree on that. Surely, yeah, yeah. Who invited you? Who invited you in here to this conversation? Right. So, what's coming up on your meat-filled show later on? Well, we are going to be talking about neutrality. So, Leo has kind of kicked off a debate in the doll about it. We'll have the latest from Ukraine. Ivana Bacic is going to be the next leader of the Labour Party. It looks like Duncan. Because there's nobody else. Yeah, I've ruled themselves out. Right. So it's remarkable. This time last year, she wasn't even a TD. And then we're going to be comparing Batman or Batmans? Batman. Mm, Batmans. The, yeah. well, but we're comparing different ones. Yeah. Is it Batman? Comparing Batman or comparing Batmans? Batman. I would say Batmans. Batmans. Batman. Yeah. Batman. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. yeah, you mean in the different films? Yeah. Yeah. Robert Pattinson compared to whomever. Yeah. Oh, the best one is Michael Batmans. Keaton. Yeah. Michael Keaton. Oh, definitely by a million miles. Really? Yeah. I thought he was quite. I a, thought he was the most un-Batman Batman. Did you? Because Batman always kind of been slightly psychotic. Yeah. yeah, well, that, but also slightly psychotic. Kristen Bale already psychotic. Method yes. acting for him. I just, I, I, I haven't just, seen the uh, new one, but I believe that. Is it's there a quite new one? I haven't seen Kristen Bale yeah. yet. No. Oh, there you go. Ah, <laughs> Robert, no, no, that this one. This is, this is Robert Pattinson. This is like the new Snowflake Batman, where oh, people hurt his feelings and then he goes into Since he'll be all politically correct at all. Yes, he would. Oh, God. George Clooney, Val Kilmer, Christian Bale, and Ben Affleck. People forget Ben Affleck was a Batman. Was he? Yeah, no, he was the fat Batman. Yeah, he was. That was where Batman let himself go. Sorry, who did you say after George Kill, Val, Val Kilmer. Kilmer. I was thought he was quite old. No, was he before George Clooney? Anyway, before. I can't remember. Yeah. He was Top Gun, right? He was Iceman. He was, yes. That's he how was. old I am. Yeah. There you go. There you go. Now, see, now you have 20 years worth of films to catch up on, so uh-huh. that's, that's great There you news. go. Uh, I better, right. I better get cracking, so I'll <laughs> anyway, see Anyway, part of that will be all coming up uh, after four o'clock. <laughs> Obviously, we'll be talking about the new Batman uh, film tomorrow uh, with Esther, and uh, thanks to Declan and Barbara, of course. You are listening to The Moncrief Show on News Talk. We're going to take a break. After that, ice farming. Moncrief on News Talk. Brought to you by Avant Money. Think you're getting the best value from your bank? Think again.